weekly travel program, Jet Sitting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Are you looking for a highly professional established vehicle rental service and shuttle service where client satisfaction is a priority? Look no further. MLT Car Hire is committed to delivering quality low mileage vehicles to suit your budget. MLT Car Hire also specializes in mini and long leases for individuals and corporates as well as staff transport and airport transfers with offices at the airport and in the Helderberg area. We are proud members of SATSA, Fedhasa and Cape Town Tourism. MLT Car Hire delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to MLT Car Hire and Tours for our full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Good afternoon. Today we are traveling to Wilderness and I must share a very special story about Wilderness. It's a it's from many, many years ago, we took a drive holiday to Wilderness and we stayed on this amazing farm and we arrived quite late after work. Um, and when we woke up, we were surrounded by crocodiles and warthog and even a hippopotamus. And we said, well, this is unusual because we seem to be surrounded by, by so many animals. And then, of course, I just stepped out onto the porch and, and almost jumped out of my skin because there was this massive snake sort of slithering along the balcony. And it took us a few minutes to realize that the snake was actually a special effect. Long story short, we were staying on a farm where the owner was a special effects person for film and television and he had done that famous Vodacom baby ad. So we had lots of fun exploring this particular estate and, you know, took lots of pictures. Of course, no one was the wiser who received the pictures, but it was just a testimony to the kind of creativity that we were surrounded by. Now, we often think uh, about that drive, you know, that beautiful drive that we take and we're heading to to nice now or we in en route to KZN or we going to the Eastern Cape. But wilderness or wilderness in Afrikaans is really a beautiful small town on the garden route. It's known for its outstanding natural beauty, beautiful large crashing waves on long sand beaches, and literally beach that stretches for miles. The backdrop to the town is steep green hills and mountains. It's usually popular with holiday makers and really has a village feel. So whilst you're out there in the wide open spaces, it's also a sense of home and family and, you know, connectivity. It's got some very nice restaurants and some beautiful accommodation. And we're going to be chatting to a few people today that's going to enlighten us on all the offerings that is wilderness. The first person we're chatting to is Sharon House, who is the Senior Tourism Officer 
for the George Municipality Stroke Wilderness Tourism Collective. And of course, she's a Cape Town girl. She moved to George in 2011 and has worked in tourism and marketing for many, many years. Good afternoon and welcome, Sharon. Hi, thanks for having us this morning. It's great to be with you. It's a big pleasure, Sharon. We are very excited to hear about, you know, everything George and Wilderness. You obviously have this bird's eye view of what your beautiful town has to offer. Please tell us what we can expect when we are holidaying there. Yes, well, I think you put it together so well when you described the landscape. Um, it really like it really is like living in paradise. Um, you know, the wilderness particularly is um, full of waterways. There's lakes, rivers. Um, the beach is right on your doorstep, surrounded by beautiful forest, um, and it's just got that holiday feeling. Um, it's a great place to come and unwind. Um, but that said, there's um, actually quite a lot to do. So. If you're the kind of person that likes to just, you know, lie on the beach and, and soak up the sun rays, you can do that. But if you're more of a busybody like me, then the area has quite a lot um, in terms of adventure activities, outdoor activities, um, a huge range of restaurants that can be enjoyed. Um, yeah, so, um, I mean, I can run through the things. It just depends how much time you have for me. <laughs> Uh, Sharon, we have we have time for you. We want to yeah. hear what yeah. Black Belt is offering Wilderness George Uniondale. Tell us about the airport. Is there an airport? What are the resources? What can we expect to see and do when we are there? Yeah, great. Yes, yeah, so there's an airport in George. Um, Wilderness uh, falls under George Municipality. Um, so it's only from the airport, it's not even a half an hour drive, maybe 20 minutes. And um, you could, so you can fly in from Joburg or uh, many people also like to do a scenic drive from Cape Town along the N2. You know, you can stop in Hermanus or you can do um, the other route if you want to do the wine route. So it really just depends on you. Um, and then, yeah, when you get to Wilderness, you're also spoiled for choice. Um, you can stay in accommodation that overlooks the um, beach. There is accommodation on kind of like cliffs. And they just have these magnificent views of unspoiled um, ocean. Um, or you could stay in a guest house on the river. So there's a lot of um, options for accommodation. And also right down from um, camping, backpackers, all the way up to five-star boutique hotel. So it, it just depends on you. And there are also plenty of unique stays in the area. So there's things like Africamps where you can be in the middle of a, um, a huge farm, forested farm, and kind of do a bit of glamping hot tub. Or you could stay in a place... Um, that's almost like high-end gypsy caravans, um, also with private pools and um, all sorts of interesting stuff. So, um, yeah, the in terms of accommodation, there's a lot on offer, a lot of five-star guest houses as well, um, some large hotels. So it just depends what you're looking for. 
That's um, wonderful, Sharon. Now, yeah. there must be some interesting experiences because you're surrounded by all of these natural resources. Yes, definitely. Stand and see and mountains. And I'm thinking mountain biking, hiking. Yes. Sports. What definitely. <laughs> so, what can we do? Yeah, so hiking is definitely one of the most popular um, activities that people do in our area. Um, we have the Garden Route National Park, which um, falls over the wilderness area as well. And it is spectacular. There, there's a popular hike, um, the Kingfisher Trail, where you can hike to a waterfall. And um, that is incredible. But, um, yeah, you can also do um, beer tasting. You can visit a big tree. We have an 800-year-old massive yellowwood big tree with a circular route you can walk. Um, also, we have abundant um, bird life in our area, and um, you can do bird watching. We have boat rides on the lakes and rivers. Um, canoeing is also one of the most popular activities because the scenery is so spectacular. It's just another way to enjoy it and be a part of it. Um, well, it's definitely a place to de-stress and unwind from the sounds of it. Definitely. Play house to people who, who are coming to retreat or do corporate retreats in your area. Definitely. Corporate retreats and, you know, couples, families. I think anyone who's just wanting to get away from the busyness of the city, they can come and unwind um, where the pace is a little bit slower. Um, you're not you're not completely out of civilization. It's still um, you know quite a built up area, but yeah, the area just has that holiday feeling because of the scenery. Um, yeah, there's so much. For there's me, so much when I, it's when we hit that hill where the whole ocean opens up, mm. and yes. then you just say yes. Yes, <laughs> I'm I mean, here. There was a time in the earlier years where it was practically. And every four-month pilgrimage for us to come to Wilderness because you used to have the Wilderness Beach Hotel and there was yes. this most amazing spa. And I used to come to the spa. Okay. I used to come to the spa and come to Wilderness because of the spa. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and then we got to discover everything around it, like that massive tree and all yes. the resources. It really is a special spot. Sharon, one last question for you uh, before we say goodbye. Sure. What industries are operational in the wilderness area? Um, yeah, so I think it is predominantly it is predominantly tourism. Um, it's, yeah, the business hub of the Garden Roots is more focused on George, and that's where there would be more industries. Um, but wilderness is predominantly um, a tourism town. Sounds wonderful. Where your only job is making people happy and yes. great experiences. What a wonderful job you have, Sharon. Um, please let us know when your contract ends. <laughs> we can look at options. <laughs> Moving to the wilderness. <laughs> I think it's you doing a wonderful job, and I wish you all the best for 2023. And um, please continue to make magic happen for us in the wilderness. Thank you very much, Janet. Thanks Thank for having us today. Well. We're very excited to talk to everybody else as well. Mm. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye, Sharon. 
The idea of being in the great wide open space and uh, traversing ground in order to go and graze somewhere beautiful is becoming more and more popular. So it's no surprise that the wilderness has a picnic company that is operational. And we're chatting, <coughs> we're chatting this morning with Cecily Pepler. She is the owner of the Wilderness Picnic Company. And what a beautiful way to actually transition from being a professional jazz singer and then migrating to wilderness and creating this beautiful bespoke offering. Cecily, we're so excited to, to chat to you. We're a great fan of the picnic and the curated picnic even more so. So we are all ears. We want to know what made you make the transition from being a jazz singer to picnicking. <laughs> um, I think it's all about being um, creative in this area. You know, you can't just rely on a job. And um, the music was my passion, but not enough, you know, to survive on. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I, I bought this business over in 2018 and uh, slowly, you know, made it my own and my own stamp, my own flavor on it. Um, and it's very different because I get to meet such beautiful people and from all over the world and locals and, you know, have a lot to do with the guest houses um, and activities. Um, so that's basically the, the long and short of it. Um, but most of all, the fact that everything is biodegradable and eco-friendly suits this area beautifully. So people can, you know, they come here because they like the greenery. They love the, the nature part of it. And everything is, is uh, eco-friendly. And that's what I'm proud of. That's wonderful, Cecily. I'm looking at the photos on Instagram and it seems like everything you make is Instagram worthy. Will you, you tell our listeners and try to create a visual picture for us of uh, what a typical basket comprises of? Okay, I have four different options. Um, I cater to the activities, uh, which is a very snacky kind of thing. Biltong and uh, mixed nuts and fruit. Um, juice, my famous brownies, um, and a salad. And then uh, we've progressed to the deluxe basket, which is a lot more food. It's got dukkha and quiches, um, salads, hummus, always the brownies. And then I have a South African experience, which is um, the foreigners seem to like that a lot. Uh, it's got ostrich carpaccio, kudu pate, um, bultong rooster cook. Um, you know, it's, it's a whole lot of food. And then I have a basket for the vegans as well. So, um, you know, everything is made to order only and it's fresh. Um, and yes, hopefully everybody just enjoys their food. <laughs> That's my intention. I'm loving what I'm seeing because I'm seeing seed crackers. Yes. I'm seeing dried fruit, beautiful cheeses, black sesame seeds. So there's a lot of effort that's going into making this really not just a gastronomic, but a visual feast as well. Um, yes. Is this picnic the way in which you express your creativity? Do you have a creative team or is it just the same thing each time and you've decided this is what it's going to look like and you don't change it? Please tell us about that creative process because you're a creative at heart. You're a, <laughs> you're a jazz singer. So there must be lots of thought that goes well, into that. There is because, um, you know, each picnic if you have a picnic, it's going to be your first. So I have to treat each picnic as if it is the first one I'm ever making. 
Um, and I think it's more about encouraging people to what I call uh, unbox the surprises, you know, so they don't really know what they're getting until they open that box, um, even though the menu is right in front of them. Um, so, yes, I take great pride in the presentation and um, I want you to be wowed. I want you to want to come back and tell your friends about it. Um, but I work by myself. I don't have a team. I do all my own marketing. And where my creativity comes in is when I start putting footage together to put a little video together. I love it. I love putting the music together and the image, you know, matching it to the images um, so that other people can experience what that guest experienced, if you know what I mean. So that's about as far as my creativity can go in this. So, um, and it's just all about experience. Well, it looks simply delicious, Cecily, and it's certainly one of the things I will put on my list to do when I'm in the area. Thank I'm just looking me. at everything and, you know, I like my food as fresh as possible yes. um, and all the flavors separate. So it's, uh, it's certainly talking to my, to my eye. It's appealing to me visually. But just knowing that if I'm going to eat watermelon, it's going to taste just i'm just going to taste watermelon because i don't like complicated flavors and too many things and yes. i'm seeing the salads it's really wonderful Thank you. Um, and good combinations because the things that make the flavor for instance of the watermelon pop like the feta is is in there and it's looking phenomenal thank you and uh, there is something else that i do try and encourage uh, our guests to do here um, you know, the old style of picnicking is taking, packing a basket and you hit the road and you stop somewhere, pull out your chair and your table. So the similar concept that I'm trying to encourage people to do is not to have a picnic in one spot. Um, you know, I, I try and get them to uh, go to different areas in wilderness. So you might want to have your dukkha here on the beach and then sit around for a while, pack up your basket, and then go somewhere else and enjoy another view or another experience. That way you extend your dining experience. And of course, you don't have to wash any dishes when you get home because it's all there for you. Um, and you just have to recycle and dispose of it responsibly, you know. So uh, that, that is what I'm, that is my idea is to encourage people to, to just go broader than sitting in one spot. I love that it's really it's because it keeps people moving. They're burning calories. They're seeing yes. different views. Yes. And how wonderful to be able to pop bubbles in one corner and then enjoy dukkha in another corner and something sweet somewhere else. Yes. It really is going to meld the memory and the, the memory of that taste and that, that particular view. So I think that's quite uh, romantic, and I say romantic in a in a broad sense, um, because it is just, you know, it's. Um, I think all of us are to some extent fans of Bridgerton, and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> about those lavish outdoor experiences and being able to simply graze and walk and enjoy. It's really it's something that we've lost in a busy world. It's something that lockdown gave us an opportunity to regain. Yes. And I think that uh, people are becoming more soulful. They're spending more time with themselves and those that they love and, and taking time literally to smell the roses as they embark on life's journey. And I just want to say thank you, Cecily, for making that a, a tasty 
and a, a wonderfully gastronomic life's journey for those people that are enjoying your baskets. It's really wonderful to chat to you this morning. Thank you, Janet. Hopefully you'll be there soon. For a yes, trips <laughs> planned for this year, but next week I'm heading out on a cruise for a whole week and I'm not buying the Wi-Fi package so that I can simply relax. That's awesome. And um, the weekend past, we were in Montague and Ashton, and that was also a very special experience. We even got to go to an exhibition opening and all kinds of amazing things. Lovely. Looking forward to heading down that way. I do say that that part of the world is my spiritual home because it it's instant, instant happiness place. maker, you know, when I'm en route, uh, then I know I'm on my way home also to Durban. Uh, and it's a route that I've done many times, uh, mm -hmm. having lived in Cape Town since 1999 now. So I'm really very happy when I do that route. So thank you. Yes, we will plan a weekend and we will definitely be in touch because I do want to chat to you about this amazing picnic and, of course, experience it as well. Thank you, Janet, and thank you for your time today. Um, I'm very happy to be part of this platform, and hopefully Wilderness gets put even more on the map than it is, already is. It's a um, big pleasure. We are very excited about doing this show, and I'm sure it's going to mean some foot traffic uh, yes. for the wide, wider area. Thank you, Cecily, and a great, uh, well, it's Thursday, so it's uh, almost weekend. A great weekend ahead for you, and may you have many picnic baskets to do. Thank you, Janet. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Good afternoon, Richard, and welcome to this program on the wilderness uh, in Magic 8 to 8. We are talking all things jet setting, and I did a double take because I thought maybe there was a typo. It's not often that we have people on the show who finished high school in 2014. Is that right? Yes, that is uh, correct. I uh, finished at uh, Northcliffe High School in uh, Johannesburg in uh, 2014. And I think it's the living in Johannesburg that inspired you to stay very close to the sea because you've been traveling and scuba diving in Mozambique and the Seychelles, in Madagascar and working in beautiful five-star hotels and doing all things water sport. Am I right? That is correct. Um, so in 2015, I actually lived next door to a scuba diving center in Johannesburg, which was really awesome. Um, I used to do uh, club competitive swimming, club swimming, uh, level three nationals, going down to Durban, Cape Town and everything. And uh, after high school uh, with swimming and getting injuries, I thought, how can I keep myself uh in the water and I thought uh, you know what let me go and try out the scuba diving and I saw that uh, you can actually make a career out of uh, scuba diving and everything because I didn't really know what I wanted to study um, after high school and everything and my dad said well you enjoy the water why don't you just go and give it a go for uh, scuba diving and I decided to make a career out of that. And then in 2016, um, I moved over to Mozambique, worked at uh, Mashangula Beach Lodge. And then after one year of uh, doing activities management there, I went over to Seychelles, to North Island, uh, to go work there for two years in the activities department, doing fishing, diving, snorkeling, um, all the in-water activities and everything. 
And uh, then 2019, uh, when my contract uh, was finished in Seychelles, uh, studied a little bit of electrical engineering um, because there, there's a lot of the times on the boats and everything, you need to do some work. And I uh, wanted to actually do uh, a bit of maintenance and get a bit of knowledge on how to repair boats and everything. Uh, lockdown happened in 2020 and I managed to finish my studies to, till N4. And then I got another call again uh, from guys that I worked with in Seychelles uh, that are now working in Madagascar. And they asked me to come and do the uh, a bit of my electrical internship as well as part of the activities in uh, Mosin in Madagascar, actually. And I went to go work with Time and Tide uh, Miavana. And then after I finished up there, I came and started working with my business, with my parents, sorry, and their business uh, venture that is Side Street Adventures. Richard, listening to you, the thing that I love most about your story is that it is your hobby and your passion that led you to, to your career. You know, there's so much pressure on young people by the time they are they enter high school to have an idea of what they want to do in their career. Where are you going from here? No, you cannot take a gap year. And I mean, we've just come out of that whole process of matric results and some very ecstatic people and some devastated people who didn't do so well. I think it's such an inspirational story and it's something you might want to consider doing in your spare time, you know, just talk to young people to say to them, find your path because your path has taken you on so many adventures in your very young life and it's brought you back home. But you've also got your qualifications under your belt because here you are, you've completed your N4, you finished matric in 2014 and finished your studies in what, 2020? Thanks to the lockdown and, and COVID, you were able to focus. And now you're back home. How does that feel, Richard? Because it sounds like you're an adventurer. What's it like being back with your parents? It's actually great, you know. They're probably going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. It's going to be uh, great to uh, send the recording to them and everything. Um, so that's exactly what the, the big issue is, especially with a lot of youngsters, is that uh, um, you feel pressurized that you need to go and study and get a degree immediately. And the biggest problem is, is that uh, when my sister, when she went to study, her friends and everything, you're looking at about, um, and this is what uh, I looked at and listening to people, almost about 30% of uh, matriculants that go into varsity after the first year decide, no, this is not what I want to do. And then they drop out. So one of the big things, especially for youngsters, is take that time to travel, go and work, uh, whether it's in a bar or just take a simple job just to find your passion and actually turn your hobby into a passion and be able to travel with that. Take your time um, before you go and study, earn some money, travel the world, get some experience because there's no pressure actually in you. You have to study now unless you have a goal in mind. Uh, let's say you want to become a doctor and everything. But even that, uh, you can take your time to gain experience and actually truly find out who you are and what you would like to do. And that's exactly what I did. I decided, you know what, 
let me go out and travel. Let me go and find myself uh, and use my uh, hobby as my passion. And after traveling for a while, I came back uh, and you actually begin to miss home quite a fair bit and miss that time uh, with your parents. The first two or three years is nice. You're out there on your own. But then after that, you just get that little homesick feeling. And then when you return home, you actually appreciate uh, being back home and what uh, the true value of it, it is. Absolutely. Richard, it's, it's so nice to chat to you, but we have to chat about what your business is, which is the um, Side Street Adventures. So please tell us what Side Street Adventures does. I know you do e-biking, but what is the full service offering? So Side Street Adventures was started in 2021 September, uh, just uh, in between lockdown. And what we what we started off with is uh, e-bike adventures in wilderness. So exploring wilderness and the garden route um, via our e-bikes. So our e-bikes come from uh, Patnoster on the west coast just about two hours from Cape Town. And what we decided is that the owner, who's actually uh, my mother, she uh, she rode these e-bikes and she saw how easy they were. So we thought, you know what, let's bring these to wilderness and start a little something different, exploring wilderness basically on an e-bike uh, so that people get basically an interactive feel uh, with uh, to wilderness and everything so that they can actually see wilderness in from a different perspective. And we started out with the e-bikes offering a tour up to the map of Africa. We also offer rentals as well. Uh, so the rentals that we have, we have a one-hour rental, two-hour rentals, half-day and full-day rentals, uh, depending on what the client's needs are. And then all we do is we give them the best suggested routes and different locations to stop off at. Um, because wilderness, there's a lot of little hidden jewels that uh, a lot of people don't know about. And that's where we come in and we say, look, you know, there's this little hidden jewel um, that you can go ride to, take photos and just enjoy yourself with your friends, family and even your partners. And so we started off with that. And uh, what we've now decided, what we started doing as well is now we started to offer um, activities planning where basically clients that come to wilderness or even the guest houses and everything, they're not entirely sure of what they would like to do in the garden route or what they, what there's available. So what we do is we take that headache away and uh, we offer suggested activities uh, on what they can do. So one of the activities that uh, we offer is an e-bike picnic where we work closely with uh, Cecily um, and uh, we order the picnics from Cecily, depending on what kind of picnic they're looking for. And we do the whole organization for them and we do the whole planning. And all we do is we make the booking on behalf of the clients. So all they do is they come to the, they go to the activity and then just enjoy themselves without actually really going through the hassle of having to make the booking, phone the suppliers or anything else like that. So we sort all of that out for them. Well, Richard, it sounds like lots of fun, and I must say it is a, a great business because uh, I personally have no sense of balance, and I can now enjoy the freedom of not having to, to cycle. I can just e-bike, and what a whole new world it's opened up because you get to see things you wouldn't normally see. You get to cover so much terrain because you're now on a bike. You're not, you're not having to walk all of that distance. It's just phenomenal because it takes us into areas we wouldn't normally be able to go and explore. 
It's been great chatting to you, Richard, and I wish you and the family all the best as you continue your adventures. And um, I really am very proud of the journey that you've taken, and, and I can see that you've reached a point of maturity. You've reached a point of maturity where you're actually able to take on the responsibilities that are assigned to you, and you're not restless because you've had your adventure and you continue to have adventures through your work. So well done, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you guys and uh, listening to my story as well and what Side Street Adventures is all about. And uh, thank you to all the viewers and listeners that are out there. And thank you again, Janet. And we'll have a chat again soon. And hopefully we'll catch you down here in uh, Wilderness Looking and along the garden route. Richard, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Janet. You guys have such you a, like a day. Take care. Bye-bye. We're chatting this afternoon with Marsha Janssen van Fieren. She is the general manager of the Views Hotel, which is one of those beautiful boutique offerings in the wilderness area. It is a five-star establishment and located right on the beach with a front dune, uninterrupted views and has a very nice service offering. Marsha, what a wonderful place to work and wake up in front of the dunes and the beaches. What is life like there for you? It doesn't feel like a job at all. <laughs> Hello, Janet. Thank you for having us uh, as part of your podcast. What a wonderful experience this is. Uh, yes, so, pleasure. <laughs> so living in wilderness and working in wilderness is really fantastic. Um, it's such a beautiful part of the country. It's so clean and um, uninterrupted by the general buildings and um, communities that kind of take over an area. So it's still so natural in its habitat, which I think is part of the magic of the area. You have a beautiful golden beach and we're overlooking it um with absolute uninterrupted views so every day when you look out onto the ocean and the landscape it's a piece of art that continuously changes and entertains and absolutely never looks the same so it's just so soul enriching Marsha, i i can see that you're a person meant for the creative space and hospitality but you started your career out with a BCom accounting and you wanted to be a, a CA. I can't imagine that. And I'm so glad that you, <laughs> that you migrated to hospitality because uh, I think that it's important to have those, those CA skills because they help to keep an organization on the straight and narrow. It holds you accountable, you know, all the, uh, the practices that make a business sustainable. But the creative side, the hospitality side is is just such a beautiful world. Now, your hotel has 26 rooms and that's by no means a small establishment because being a general manager is a huge responsibility. I was kidding when I said you have the best job. It also comes with its challenges and we know this. So what's it? what can we expect to see when we come to your beautiful bespoke five-star offering? Yes, so it is a challenging job, but I must admit, I have an absolutely fantastic team and they really make the magic happen on the property. 
So because we are a boutique hotel, each of the 26 rooms are individually designed and decorated. So although there is a common field running throughout the hotel, you, if you are a repeat visitor and you come and stay with us again and again, the likelihood of your room looking exactly the same is slim. So our amenities are beautiful locally sourced items. Apart from the view, we do have rooms that look over the mountains. So you have almost the best of both worlds. And then once you are with us, we have a wonderful restaurant called Views Restaurant. And uh, our restaurant probably has the best views in the entire country. It is just stunning. When it's high tide, it almost feels like you're in a cruise liner. You're so close to the ocean. And then we also have an award-winning spa, which has wonderful therapists who really specialize in all sorts of treatments. So whether it's body treatments, so your massages and those sort of things, or whether it's your facials, we do beautiful spa deluxe manicures and pedicures. And we also have laser treatments. So whether you want to dive into the aesthetic side, you are more than welcome to do that. Or if you want to stay more holistic and wellness orientated, it includes CBD massages, hot stones, aromatherapy, the whole works. So when you're here, apart from the beautiful area that has so much to explore, um, the hotel itself has many facilities for the guests. Marsha, it sounds like quite a comprehensive service offering. I'm loving that you can come there for a, a wellness retreat with the indoor heated pools and the sauna and the Rasul chamber. But one could also migrate and do a little beauty safari with some of your more advanced um, beauty offerings, your aesthetic offerings like laser, etc. I'm sure that your hotel is popular also for corporate retreats because of all the unique positioning and the ability to, to brainstorm, etc. And in those corporate retreats, you know, one has, one achieves so much when one team builds and retreats. Do you have any funny or fun stories? You know, hospitality is fun in itself, but do you have funny story for us of anybody or any experience that happened at your establishment? <laughs> Gosh, Jenna, now you're really putting me on the spot. Um, so in general, we have fun as a team. So there isn't anything that comes to mind specifically, but we, so although our job is serious and there's a lot that we have to do as far as, as you said in the beginning, policies and procedures and making sure that the standards are maintained, we as a team like to play as well. So we generally um, have all sorts of fun in, in our jobs and enjoy it. But uh, honestly, I can't think of a specific story at the moment. <laughs> Tell us a, a fun story then, somebody who proposed on your property or somebody who celebrated a big birthday, um, you know, something iconic that happened there. Sure. So we have many, 
many proposals and our current hit rates is still um hundred percent we've had no no's so <laughs> thankfully <laughs> thankfully so we might be a lucky charm in that regard so yes there was there was a one time in the restaurant where a couple was sitting and um the gentleman proposed in the restaurant and you could see the lady was a little bit uncomfortable, but eventually it took some convincing, but eventually she said yes. So yes, we absolutely love celebrating special occasions. We um, we take part in it with you in the sense of we make sure that all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. So when it comes to honeymoons, birthdays, anniversaries, corporate incentives are quite big as well. We absolutely, we, we just, the team just loves to get involved and make sure that your your wishes and dreams come true in that sense and that we really take care of those those moments well it sounds it sounds wonderful it must be amazing to have a job as a magic maker because i think that's what hotels do they create curated experiences they just it's this this magical world that you enter into you don't see the washing of laundry that happens somewhere in some secret place. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, you don't see dirty dishes. Um, you don't see anything. You just leave your room and come back and everything's beautiful again. It's like living in a fairy tale. And I think that putting that fairy tale together does take a huge team. But for us who come to experience these establishments, it is truly magical, Marsha. So I thank you and your team for all the magic that you create in the beautiful wilderness. And I'm sure that our listeners are very curious now. Their, their, their interest is piqued and they want to come and discover this, this beautiful part of the wilderness and stay at your establishment because it sounds just idyllic. Those views, the service offering, and, you know, it's, it's curated magic. That's what I call it. Hotels are curated magic. If they're not that, then you must find an alternative place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. That is a beautiful notion, and that is exactly what happens. Um, so it's, it does take a whole village to raise kids, and it takes a whole team to run a hotel. And so um, we are just one of our strongest points at the hotel, and you'll see it on our reviews that come through time and time again, is our staff. Our staff is absolutely fantastic, and they really do care. It's not a superficial care, it's a genuine care. And so I agree with you, people don't always see the backside of how the mechanics work of the hotel, but that's not why you yeah, right? So you yeah to enjoy and relax and watch the dolphins frolic in the ocean and the whales in winter and just relax and unwind and enjoy it. And, and if that's what we achieve, then we've done our jobs well. Absolutely, 100%. I think that we come just to be in a hothouse condition for a couple of days and, and be in a bubble, you know, just a bubble of the buffet breakfast, crisp white sheets, falling asleep with a pillow menu to choose from and just being able to, to be somebody else. That's why people go on holiday is to escape um, escape life's, you know, sometimes banal existence. And that's why holidays are so important for the soul. Marsha, it's been most 
interesting chatting to you. The hotel sounds amazing. And uh, I wish you a busy and happy weekend ahead in the establishment. Thank you so much, Janet. And we look forward to welcoming you soon to the area. And um, it was lovely chatting today. Absolutely, Marsha. All the best. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Weekly travel program, Jet Sitting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook.